No one knows the future and we're not pretending That in a single weekend we can guess this year's ending When you listen next week only, an hour's gone by Don't know if we can do it but we're gonna try We're stuck in the past, you keep moving on We'll be talking 2024 all year long We're stuck in the past, you keep moving on We'll be talking 2024 all year long. Hello, welcome to Talk in 2024 with Noah and Jim. It's 1.30 p.m. on Black Friday. This is episode 7 of 53 that we are recording back to back, bringing you a weekly forecast that's timely and untimely. Like an impressive throw headed right for a wide receiver. Or an unsigned heart-shaped card you found on your desk in English class. That's right, we're talking February 11th through February 17th, 2024 with our guest of the hour, Kat Koich. This week, our hearts are torn between Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. I continue to be your host on this journey through time, Noah Max Levine. And here with me is your co-host for winter, Jim O'Donnell. Hello. Hi, Noah. How are you? Good, good. I think we figured it out. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, solid run through of it. Oh, you mean the, the first six episodes that we've already put out in the world that people have been listening, tuning in every week to? Yeah, I felt I felt good about this one, whereas the other ones I was like a little low energy. Oh, you could you could have pronounced that a little bit better. I, I don't know. I think there's I think they're all gems and they're all precious. Yeah, thank you, Jim. You're doing great. <laughs> thank you. I want to compliments at the top of this episode. Well, Jim, do we have any birthdays this week? Yes. This week we wish happy birthday to Jeb Bush, Ken Buck, Jim Jordan, Sarah Palin. Ryan T. Barlow, and last week's guest, Sarah Carter. Let's meet our guest. Yeah. Katarina Koich is an improviser, photographer, creative alchemist, sister, and friend. In the next year, she'll be teaching an improv class, and she's working on a 30 Strangers photo project. Some fact about Kat, her business is a combination of improv and photography. Her parents were both immigrants, and she used to train in capoeira. Kat, welcome to Talk in 2024. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Thank you. So the first thing we do is just get to know you and how you move through time is how I phrase it. So are you a planner or do you go by the seat of your pants? I go mostly by the seat of my pants, but I'm trying to become more of a planner. It's a lifelong pursuit. (laughs) Have you done anything to try and uh, reach that goal? Yeah, well, so now that I'm doing improv classes, um, I've got more of a schedule that is in the future. And uh, I'm also starting to do regular photo shoot days versus just call me whenever kind of thing. So those are the things I'm kind of doing to make it more scheduled. I used to, the last two years I went, uh, I had like a really big trip that I did in the summer and that was Mm. like planned out, you know, months in advance, which is also Mm. mostly due to the company I was keeping, not (laughs) because of me. Is that your preferred way to do travel to like do an itinerary? I enjoyed it a lot. It's not my way of operating like I like to kind of go and just explore a city and see where my feet take me Mm -hmm. um but I got to see so many things that I wouldn't have necessarily seen or done had I not had people who were like oh we're gonna do this and we're gonna take a cooking class and we're gonna do you know this hike and um I feel like some of that stuff I would have done I would have discovered while I was on vacation but then maybe time would have run out or (laughs) something else so this last, I was in Morocco this last summer and we did a cooking class and oh. I never would have scheduled that ahead of time. Are you, do you feel like you're good at that? Flying by the sea of your pants while traveling or has this led to like a disappointment? <laughs> oh, um, no, usually it always turns out great. Yeah. I have like, I 
it started actually like more than 20 years ago when I was supposed to go to Argentina with a friend and we were going to Buenos Aires and it was right after 9-11 and the, there was a run on the banks and all these you know people were rioting in the streets and so everybody came by my office and was like, you can't go to Buenos Aires, you'll be murdered. And so we had to make a quick shift and Uruguay was right next to it and we already had our tickets. So we're like, all right, we'll fly to Buenos Aires and then immediately go to Uruguay. And there was like in the Lonely Planet guidebook, like two pages dedicated to Uruguay, like the entire country. So we had very little information. And so we just were forced to meet people. And then they would be like, well, where should we go? And we met this guy who was a traveler and he rented us a car and he pulls out this map and he starts like Xing off all these different places to go. So we would go to one place and then we'd meet people and we'd say, where should we go? And then they'd say, go to the next place. And it just ended up being this amazing adventure that was like one of the best trips of my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Jim, I think you saw Truth Be Told, right? Uh, Truth Be Told. The improv show that Kat and I did together? No. Oh, you didn't? I didn't see it. I really wanted to. It, it was a show formatted around uh, the seven improvisers on the team telling lots of monologues and stories from our lives. And Kat, you have so many things that you've done <laughs> and places you've been and people you've met. And uh, it's always and never surprising. <laughs> Thanks. That was a really fun show. It was... Uh... Yeah, I wouldn't have thought myself to be a like proficient monologist, or I don't know if I am a proficient monologist, but uh, I felt it was a really fun form- format to, to play with. Can I tell you something? The people who don't think they are, <laughs> usually are. They're, it's the kind of people who sound similar to yourself where you're like, oh, I don't live that excited a lifestyle. And then you say a thing that where, where everyone's like, I've never done that. That's That's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm a good storyteller, but I also think I'm a terrible storyteller. But I don't know if that's just a self-esteem. No, you're a good you're a good storyteller. I'll, oh. I'll I'll tell you something. You're a good storyteller. Yeah, you're a good storyteller. This is this this is the second podcast in a row where one of us has fished for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Joe was a great. His his stories were incredible on Joe our Jiggs. team. Yeah, he's, I think yeah. he's going to do your podcast later. Maybe. Yeah, he's yeah. Suppo- he's yeah. supposed to be with us in December in the second to last episode, and I'm really I'm really looking forward to it. So, yeah, I mean, it's great to be meeting people through improv as we're talking about, um, which does not segue into the next question that I was going to ask. Improvise it. It's great to meet people. Google has a product called Meet. They also have a calendar. Are you a Google Calendar user? (laughs) Do you have a physical calendar? Um, I uh, swear by Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. use my iCalendar. I mean, it's connected, but I don't ever look at it. Yeah, no, I'm a, if it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. I'm so sad, and I don't think I've expressed this yet, because there are so many fun physical calendars out there with beautiful pictures, and it's like, sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, you guys have these great calendars up, and I remember calendars being a thing and, you know, marking off the days, but... As soon as a day planner came into my life, <laughs> and then a digital yeah. <laughs> yeah. version it's of that. Much, much different. I My parents have a just regular old calendar on their wall, and I have one that I only got because uh, 2023 lines up with 1978, and I thought oh, it'd be I interesting. Yeah, I so I got a Norman Rockwell uh, one. I don't think I've mentioned this in any of the episodes yet. I got a Norman Rockwell one that uh, lines up perfectly even though it's 1978. And so I've just been like writing things in that and being like, this is when I have a show, like that kind of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Wait, so does that mean that 1979 line up with 2024? Because 2024 is a leap year. Right. So it's actually weird. Uh, It's like 1968, I think. And then the next one is like 1996. They usually come in like six and 11 year intervals. But for leap years, it's like... 50 year or 30 year intervals yeah but yeah you can definitely find that out i've seen that before like it'll be like oh for 2024 this calendar will match up and have the same things although i guess maybe not because it's a leap year i googled it there must be a formula there must be some kind of mathematic equation that will solve that maybe or they're just line up calendars (laughs) there's just somebody that's looking yeah (laughs) well you know you know um i did learn for like a day how to do the calendar thing where you can like take any date in history and know what day of the week it is oh yeah and you just kind of divide numbers and go through it's like because every hundred years it's the same or something and you round to the nearest one and i could do it for like a day but (laughs) you have to practice that or else it takes forever and it doesn't stick with you i feel like that's a really good party trick that no one would be able to fact check (laughs) yeah well nowadays you, you, you got your phone right there it's it is kind of just like what day was October 25th, uh, 1980? And then they look it up and they go, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> is the day of the week you were born on important to you? Uh, no, I don't even know what it is. It might be a Thursday. I don't yeah. know how I, if that's even true. But... I was going to say Tuesday, and I don't know if that's true either. I know that an episode of The Simpsons aired. <laughs> <laughs> on the day you were born? Yeah, it was, uh, oh. it's uh, Treehouse of Horrors 3. Oh, well... Everybody right now can now find out exactly when you were born. Yeah, the exact day. Yeah. Even though it was like the middle of the night. <laughs> it hadn't happened yet. <laughs> Speaking of you, Jim. Yes. Uh, what have you got for us? <laughs> I have my own uh, segment uh, that I've been calling Winter Whimsy uh, because I am here during the winter months. And I have a question for you. The winter season evokes a feeling of whimsy within me with things like uh, the snow and such. Uh, Is there anything within winter that uh, evokes that same feeling for you? Well, certainly if it snows and it's not really cold out, which I guess it can't be too cold if it's snowing. The snow always feels playful because you want to like run and jump in it. I haven't experienced snow in Philadelphia. I'm only here a year and a half. So this is my second winter Mm -hmm. and there was no snow last year. We haven't had snow in like five years. Oh, really? It's been a long time. Yeah. I, I, At least a good I, snow, I mean. It's, yeah. it's hard for me to even get my hopes up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't drive my car enough to care about it in that way, but I feel like it would be kind of a nightmare to have to move your car if you had to drive. When I lived in New York, there would be like huge dumps of snow and it just like the whole city would just get really silent and somehow people had space for like cross-country skis that would suddenly (laughs) turn up and people would be on the streets, you know, in the middle of the avenue, you know, cross-country skiing. And I'm like, where do you keep these things in your oven? Like, there's no space. You spent a while in New York. Yeah, I was there for 20 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Almost to the date. Well, you you could have stayed a few more days. (laughs) (laughs) Just an extra month or something, at least. I know. It was, yeah, it was very close. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What parts of New York were you in? Well, if you want the whole history, I started, sure. my first apartment was on Bleecker and Broadway in Soho, or I guess it was called NoHo. Then I moved to 18th and Broadway. Then I moved to 21st and 2nd. Then I moved to 18th between 7th and 8th. Then I moved to Queens and Woodside. And then uh, my last apartment was in Long Island City. Wow, you were really, like, really in the middle of it then. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. 
yeah, it was great. I was really, I, I was really lucky. I always somehow managed to get an apartment that was like, you know, between me and the per- other person was always under a thousand dollars, which is like Whoa. unheard of. Like the whole time I lived there, except for the last apartment, but even that was still like barely. Um, just, I, I don't know how I, I have some magic touch <laughs> because I don't know how it happened. Have you seen the the um, pretend it's a city? documentary that was by Martin Scorsese and Fran Lebowitz. No. She walks around New York. They're they're old pals and she walks around the New York with him filming her and just talking and um, one of the things she says is like New Yorkers all have like multiple jobs. They can't afford to live there but somehow they do. Like no one knows how it works out. Like the math does not pencil <laughs> but somehow yeah. people make it happen. So I feel very much like that that is the truth for me. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I'll watch shows that take place in New York and I'm always like no way no way is a fitness instructor and that's all they do are they affording an apartment in New York I'm looking at you broad city (laughs) (laughs) well it's much more interesting to to have a place you can film in the apartment yeah and of course enough space for cameras and of course they have to be able to uh, uh, have time to go on the uh, plots of the show so they can't have too many jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Except a sit- one of the sitcom plots is working too many jobs at once. Oh, like yeah, one of, of course. Like the 30 sitcom plots that exist. Yeah, there's that. You buy a donkey. <laughs> and uh, that, that was your first thought. Because it's an episode of Full House. <laughs> they buy a donkey <laughs> in an episode of Full House. And then there's, of course, uh, you have two dates to the prom and uh, you got to switch between them. <laughs> what, what would the sitcom episode about your life be? Well, right now, I actually have a 15-year-old living with me. She is, her dad and I went to college together and they live in Toronto. I saw a picture of them at the Phillies game and I was like, oh my God, are you in Philly? And he had, I had just kind of moved here. So he hadn't pieced together that I live here. So I caught him. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, oh, are you, how long are you in town for? And he's like, oh, we're leaving. But his daughter was um, doing a a week long intensive at the Rock School of Ballet. And he's like, if she gets in to the program, we'll be seeing a lot more of you. And I had just decided to rent out my second bedroom. And he says, you don't happen to know somebody who has a second, a spare bedroom to rent. And I was like, well, as a matter of fact. And so she ends up getting in and she has moved in with me since. So I've been living with her since September. I've had a 15-year-old roommate and she's lovely and like has her head on her. Like she's dancing at school every single day, six days a week. Wow. And so we were like, this feels like a sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Now and ballader. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that he uh, that her father th- allows her to do that because uh, when i was 15 i would not have been allowed to uh live in a different city than my parents yeah. well i will i don't think i would have been either but i think that the difference is she's like incredibly disciplined like you have to get into this she's on the professional track so sure. to get into that kind of a school and to get into that kind of program you have to have your head on your shoulders and you have to be like very focused so she's very i think has sort of proven her self over the years yeah and i had at 15 i had not proven myself (laughs) (laughs) you you, you are right about that (laughs) the ballet dancers in training aren't getting into trouble doing teenage things i don't think they have time to (laughs) they're kind of locked away like i don't know how true this is exactly but the so there's a like a residence hall for the students that are there 
that you can do, but it's much more expensive. And so, but if you're living in that residence, you're not allowed to leave like during the week at all. And I think you're not allowed to have guests. Like it's very tied down. I think their liability is very high. So Mm -hmm. they're keeping the kids under wraps. So I feel like that would probably create more chances for wanting to create trouble when you get out (laughs) than, than her, who she has, you know, the freedom to kind of come and go and you're probably tired from dancing. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. you're just, you're dancing eight hours a day, you know? Well, I don't know. I think she has, she also takes school in between, like at, she does remote school from Toronto in between. So. So let's talk about this week, uh, the week of February the 11th through the 17th. Yeah. Um, the Super Bowl <laughs> is this Sunday, February 11th. Valentine's Day is on Wednesday the 14th. I'm going to like just say some other things that are happening and then I know you've got some plans this week, so we'll talk about that. February 12th is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. If you celebrate, wear a top hat. Um, This is also the week with Shrove Tuesday, which is the start of Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday. So I know Mardi Gras is big for people and Catholics have ash. Jim? Yeah, that, we right? we put ashes on our heads, and by we I mean they. I'm no longer Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Is it only Catholics? No, I think it's Christians. Oh, okay. I think I, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know if everybody does it, but it's definitely not just. I I think it's a Christian holiday, but not necessarily everyone does the ashes on their forehead. Yeah. That might be just a Catholic thing, but grew up Catholic, so that's really all I know. Yeah. 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 I grew up Serbian Orthodox, and we have a different calendar, so our Easter is at a different time. Oh, yeah. I I have those dates on here, and I was very confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, I I don't know that much about it. (laughs) Other than the dates are all different. Our Christmas is at a different time. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't really know why, but... Do you celebrate at at the... Uh, other Christmas? <laughs> Do I celebrate? Not really. My both of my parents have passed. My mom was Catholic. She's she is not. She wasn't practicing for most of her life. And my dad was uh, Serbian. So mm-hmm. we. It was mostly, I think, a cultural thing and more of a tie to like home versus like a religious thing for him. Um, so we would celebrate January seventh is Christmas. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. The day after Insurrection Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it's known like we nowadays. All things Take it here. back. <laughs> if only more people in this country um, celebrated Serbian Christmas, they wouldn't have been able to be there. Yeah. They would have had to be home cooking. I'm just, I'm just saying. Insurrection Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So what have you got going on this week? You actually have something on the calendar, which it's like at least 12 weeks in advance. I didn't count. Yeah, so I started doing these things called network schmetwork, and it was basically using doing an improv class and then doing networking, so people would have more of a chance to get to know each other. And so then, when they were doing the networking, they'd actually have something in common. They'd be connected. They'd be like more readily. So I'm going to do. This is a working title. By by the time this week comes along, it'll have you know already been planted. But I'm thinking of calling it Singles Schmingles. <laughs> where'd you get up? Uh, where'd you get that name from? <laughs> Just, well, because Networks Network was like, let's not make networking such a heavy thing. And so sort of the same idea of like meeting people like, you know, to date is like, don't make it so heavy, just make it fun. And like, if you have a connection with someone, great. And if you don't, maybe they're like good for somebody that you meet, that Mm -hmm. you know, you know, in life. So, so that'll be on Wednesday, the 14th, and it'll be at the Sosna 
headquarters, which is down on Washington Street and 19th. A good day for it. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So people shouldn't necessarily Google singles schmingles because the title could change, but they can find out about it. On my website, which is hellogorgeous.nyc. Can I ask you about your URL? <laughs> sure. So I've seen you talk about Hello Gorgeous and, and that part of it. And we and we could. Absolutely. .nyc. While you were in New York, you got it. And yeah, uh, how, how does what is that dot NYC? How does one dot NYC? I think you have to have had a residence in New York. I'm not sure I did at the time. So I couldn't like a B test it. <laughs> yeah, it was just that I was a New York resident. And then now I own it. So I keep it. And I've kept yeah. it because really like the fact that it is both improv and, and photography I felt like living in New York, like we mentioned before, everybody has multiple jobs, but also like everything has to have multiple uses. You can't just have your oven be an oven. It also has to like hold your sweaters or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, so I felt like my business always was around how do we make the most out of your photo shoot? How do we make the most out of your improv session so that you're getting like multiple angles of usefulness out of out of it? So that's kind of my, my brain. So the NYC is sort of a nod to the history of the business yeah yeah and seeing some of the stuff you're offering i like the connection you draw between the ability of both improv and photography to be boosters for people yeah it was one of those things that i just felt like like i was only doing the photography for a while and then i was living in portland and i started to talk to different people around um there was a, these guys from intel that had started their own consulting business for leadership executive leadership training and they were doing a workshop around psychological safety and looking for a way to put it on its feet and to have like the experience of psychological safety not just as a conversation of oh we understand what it is we understand that it's important for team growth and team connection but how do we actually have people practice this and as I was talking to them about it I was like you know how do we do that in improv like we so quickly get connected and I'm like that's just because you have to be vulnerable you have to be willing to make mistakes and and fail and know that you have your teammates there to like make your mistake actually not a mistake but a gift and make it something more interesting so that kind of went off in my head so we built a workshop around psychological safety and improv um, and did that and then I was like oh this would be a really cool thing because it's also transformative and how you communicate with people it's like learning a new language that you could speak you could you know talk to somebody who doesn't speak your same language and because you have improv skills have more of a sense of empathy and more of a sense of like wanting to communicate with them and get what they're saying and convey what you're saying so it's really i love it (laughs) (laughs) it's that really powerful thing of taking all those things that are your things and finding where it all comes together and and that 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 thing that's kind of uniquely coming from you is what I think about in terms of, in terms of the stuff I want to make and, and things I, I put together. Because I think sometimes you worry about, like, what do I have to offer? And if you just kind of stick with you and, and, your, and you know, what interests you, you, fi- you find that thing. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We each have our own unique recipe of, like, what makes our special thing. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if what you create interests you, then it will interest someone. Yeah. Like someone out there is going to like what you're making or doing. Maybe that person will be Shonda Rhimes <laughs> and she'll hire you. 
I don't know. She was the first person. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'll get her on the horn. (laughs) So the other thing is, in terms of bringing it back to the calendar, you're doing this on Valentine's Day. It's also Ash Wednesday, I see. They're the same day. Um, But, you know, that's besides the point. So were you looking at the calendar and going, oh, Valentine's Day, aha. Or did you kind of have the singles event in mind and then you just had to find a day for it? It kind of just fell into place because I'm going to do one in January on the, well, it won't matter because this will have passed, happened. but it'll be January 10th. So I wanted to do one once a month. And yeah. so the 14th kind of just landed in a good spot. And I was like, oh, and it's Valentine's Day. Perfect. And you're picking uh, Wednesdays? Yeah, I just I picked Wednesdays. The location, unfortunately, has um, events on Thursday evenings, which is my preferred day, but yeah, it's sure. hard to find space and they have a they have a good space for it. So Wednesdays are a great day to meet the person that could be your person. Yeah, absolutely. You could then go out on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Make it a whole week. <laughs> Make it a whole week right. or keep going Thursday. You get one day <laughs> to like reevaluate and then you can then go on Friday. Yeah. Do Friday things. Right. Or you could do a Sunday picnic. <laughs> well, maybe not, not in February, but. Not quite here. So Super, Super Bowl is on Sunday. This is a, a huge thing for a lot of people. I go when I'm invited to a party where I think the party will be fun, but I usually don't watch otherwise. Where are you doing yeah. you went You went to one that I went to, and a lot of it was <laughs> Noah going, so what was that? <laughs> I'd be like, that was third down conversion. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably more in the bandwagon. Like, if I'm invited to a party, I'll go. It'll be fun. Like, there's food and, you know, people drinking and having, you know, a good time. Getting really apt about, you know, everything. And so I'll join yeah. in it, you know, like, if, we're, if the Eagles are playing, obviously that would be very exciting. There's a group of my friends who will go to um, – sidecar which is right around the corner from my house to watch the games on Sundays and I'm like that's nice it's so close I can just pop in but probably if it weren't that close I wouldn't you know (laughs) it's so close you don't have to stick around for four hours to watch a football game yeah yeah it's also the like cultural bigness of it is interesting I mean baseball is pretty big in America but the way the World Series works it doesn't have like that event and this is on the calendar, the printed calendar by this calendar oh, company that the Super Bowl is printed on there. They already know when it's going to be. They want you to, to like plan your life around it. Because most other finals are uh, the playoffs uh, have four to seven games yeah. each each round. So it could it could happen any time. And then mm. there's no one game that determines it all. Lift- it can be more difficult to get people engaged living here in philadelphia if the phillies are going to keep going to the world series i want to know what day to not go out into the streets because people are going to be turning over cars yeah you have to look it up you have to look it up when it's happening (laughs) (laughs) who and this and i uh i'm going to assume this is just going to be a stab in the dark who do you think is going to be in the super bowl this year (laughs) yeah we should guess i guess yeah Um, just uh just anyone (laughs) the, the lions and the eagles <laughs> i don't know I'm, an excellent yeah. guess <laughs> I, I really haven't been paying attention i know a lot of people in philly are going to listen to this hopefully so i'm going to say the eagles and the eagles <laughs> the, the eagles is a very good guess and most likely is what's going to happen okay okay good yeah the lions is a good game a good team sport what's what's the expression <laughs> <I> don't 
<laughs> they're, they're, they're a good group. Yeah, they're, the good, Lions. they're a good gang. They put out some hits. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion Shuffle, they had that. That's not I'm them. from that was Chicago, and I used to, Mike Ditka used to live in my neighborhood during the Super Bowl Shuffle. Oh, really? And I won a Honda Spree scooter with Jim McMahon's signature on it, who was he was the quarterback for the for the Bears. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I I didn't understand all of that. But, <laughs> but I am as as we have been saying sometimes, I am embracing the unknown. <laughs> the Super Bowl shuffle was like uh uh, you, do you know what that is? It's just a song. No. no, it was a song, but it was like the first time a base a football a football team like did a choreographed music video called the Super Bowl Shuffle, and it was terrible. It's weird. But it's so bad. awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah, you definitely want to Google that and 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 find it. It's pretty hilarious. Okay, it's it's the kind of thing that's like football players being like. When you're at a game, you do the Super Bowl shuffle kind of stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, Tom, Tom pulled up a video. Up the video. Oh, here we go. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got the one good player who could rap. We need to get rap. the rights. rights uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll edit creatively. Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Mike Ditka. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike Ditka wrote it. Did they do that after three days of recording podcasts straight? <laughs> Is that the headspace they oh, were yeah. in? <laughs> if you watch the rest of the video, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's very much the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting to have those those big, like, everybody knows it's happening kind of moments. Does the middle of February mean anything else to you? Um... Yeah, I mean, it usually feels like at that point you're, like, tired of the weather and the gray. And I, I feel like last year, February, I don't know about February, but winter in general in Philly I was like oh if this is what winter is like I can really handle it it's not it was sunny a lot it didn't feel like it was rainy it would be like rainy and warm or sunny and cold yeah. and I felt like that was a nice a nice balance so hopefully it's like that again this year but um normally I would say mid-February feels like all right when is spring coming <laughs> I'll be honest the last year was a unseasonably warm yeah. winter that there was like 60 degree days in like January, something like that. That's not typical, to be honest, but probably in the future it is. <laughs> We're in November, end of November now, mm -hmm. and it's, it, it was unseasonably warm through October here, so. It's 51 today, as I'm yeah. looking at my watch right wow. now. That's wild. That's warm. That's nice. Yeah. Some other things happening this week. Well, the day after Valentine's Day is also referred to as Singles Awareness Day. Oh, so just to be I wasn't aware. aware of it. I wasn't aware of it. <laughs> of Singles Awareness Day. I don't know who refers to it as that. February 13th is World Radio Day. That's my mom's birthday. Oh. I should have put her in the list of birthdays. Oh, and my best friend Megan's birthday is on the 14th. Happy birthday yeah. to your friends and Megan, moms. Megan Novara. And my, uh, my cousin's birthday is on the 14th as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Everybody has a birthday. Um, a Bob Marley biopic is coming out this week starring Kingsley Benadire, Bob Marley, colon, One Love. Okay. Um, this is, yeah, you're getting the Valentine's movie, especially this romantic movie called Madam Web, which is the Spider-Man uh, extended universe movie. Mm. Oh, yeah, Sony Spider-Man. I'm seeing that they're, Sony's putting out more Spider-Man movies. Yeah, there's three of them this year. So stay tuned and uh, we'll make sure to let you know when Craven the Hunter is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> they, need, they need more help with their promotion. <laughs> And then you have this like typical Valentine's movie. I'm going to I'm going to read what this is about. It's called What About Love? 
Two young lovers change the lives of their parents forever when the parents learn from the joyful experience of their kids and allow themselves to again find their love. So that's kind of interesting because it's not about people meeting, but about refinding love. Mm. Are you a rom-com kind of person? I kind of love hate them. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because they always feel very trite, but then at the same time you're like rooting for them while you're watching it. So, yeah, I would say I love them. I I have good friends around me who just adore them. And so I feel like, oh, okay, maybe I'll like them too. (laughs) Yeah. like you Peer pressure to like them. Like I'll have friends who like unironically like Dear John. And I'm like, oh, guys. What's Dear John? Nicholas Sparks kind of movie. I don't know. Because it was written by Nicholas Sparks. Uh, Uh, So kind of similar to uh, The Notebook and such like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting to try to put something out around this time and, and... Everybody's trying to capitalize on Valentine's Day, that's for sure. So I hope you have success in <laughs> yeah. doing so yeah. in your capitalization cool. event. I'm, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. Um, <laughs> it's a free event, actually. So. Oh, oh yeah. so you're non-capitalization. I'm you're just putting love out there. Just putting love out there. <laughs> putting people together. So as we come in to wrap it up, thank you so much for coming in, spending time with us, talking about February 11th through the 17th. Uh, just again for people, where should they go to kind of keep up with what you've got going on and what do you want to tell folks about? Yeah. So I'll have a standing last Sunday um, of the month uh, photo shoot day that people can sign up for. And um, the 14th of February is the Schmingles, single Schmingles name to BT. And um, you can check out hellogorgeous.nyc. And that's where you can find all the information about what's going on. Yeah. You can also reach out and contact me that way too. Um, oh, or also my, um, I guess, Instagram. <laughs> I'm such a social media person. <laughs> um, but I have my Instagram is also hellogorgeous.nyc. Okay. Awesome. Hey, everyone out there, don't forget that the weather is opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. We want to thank Sabona Creativity Project for giving us a place to be this weekend. Check out what they are up to. And we, as always, we are going to leave everyone with the takeaway. So just something for the week. Jim, what is the topic to start with? This week's topic is assorted chocolate flavors. Hmm. So like when you get a chocolate assortment, what flavor is the best that people, I guess, sh- should hog for themselves? I feel like salted caramel is, is a fan favorite. It's a good one. I don't like that you said that because that was what my answer was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I try not to be negative in things like this, but not cherry. Not the I cherry I don't like creams. cherry either. No. Yeah. It depends. It depends on if it's the that white syrupy sticky yeah. cherry. If it's a cherry with like liqueur in it, those are delicious. Actual cherry, something oh, with just, an actual nut in it is yeah. also good. Uh, you're taking all the good ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go out there and just say I I like a chocolate covered strawberry. Um, and I know that doesn't usually show up within the chocolate flavors that we're talking about, but I like that. Yeah. That's just what I, I like. <laughs> well, I hope everyone's week is like a chocolate-covered strawberry. Join us again next week. G- goodbye. Talking 2024 was recorded at Sawabona Creativity Project in South Philadelphia. For more information about their programs, go to sawabonacreativityproject.org. This episode was recorded on November 24th, 2023, and therefore should not be considered a trusted news source. Music for this episode was written and performed by Sarah Clemency. You can find more information about our guests in the show notes and via our Instagram at Talkin2024. For any questions about the podcast, you can email Talkin2024 at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow along with the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. 
Have a great week. How can you live a year in just three days? How can you live a year in 36 hours? Turn in the calendar, but you're staying in the same chair. Living.